Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Afternoon Underdogs, brought to you by AirServe on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm a little late to get running into the studio. I was listening Nobody to Nobody knows that. Sorry, I was a little out of breath. Ran from a mm. parking lot Whew, through the. I thought you were in fantastic shape. This whole paleo, I yeah, go to the gym every a day. Warm, a little warm outside. Yeah, it is. I was trying to embellish the whole. It's thing. not humid though. I was listening to a complaint call for Leland Conway. I heard about this. This is because of the tragedy on the interstate in which several pigs lost their lives. Yeah, the hilarious pig slaughter. <laughs> it's not hilarious. It's not hilarious. But she was very upset. Because Leland was describing the car accident with the pigs on the expressway as, now we've got a, a barbecue going, or let's have a cookout. Well, here, here's, I understand her, because I've, I've driven the, by the stockyards before, mm-hmm. and I'll see the trucks lined up, mm-hmm. and I will see the pigs' faces. Mm-hmm. I love bacon. I love pork chops. Yeah. I don't want to see the cute pigs' faces they know where knowing they're, where they're going. They know where they're going. I'm not sure that. I think they do. So she was upset because she saw their faces. You know what we need to do? What? Do like it's Thanksgiving, and you pardon one of the pigs. One of the pigs that got free, you pardon him, put him on a farm, let him delight children for the rest of his life. Yeah, you say that because I think each hog probably is worth about five, $600. Probably. (laughs) That's a lot of money. I'm good at spending other people's money. Yeah, you do. I should have been a Democrat. (laughs) You should have been a Democrat. There's no doubt about it. Just put a sign above him that says, some pig. (laughs) Some pig. Yeah, or or if that lady wants to buy some of the pigs and uh, have it. Give her the opportunity to purchase a pig. He was having fun with it, but uh, I think the caller basically said her her and her husband witnessed the accident. No, that would not be pretty. It was not not what you're describing. Right. Yeah, so... It uh yeah there you it's go. not a truck full of puppies where on the expressway it's, it's upsetting where's the express where on the expressway was the pig accident I am not sure okay see and somebody will make a joke that a bunch of cop cars were wrecked in no each other, no no and then, <laughs> there's a pig accident <laughs> I would never make that oh, you did oh come that's on. all you they yeah yeah a, no doubt they have a sense of humor. They love being called that. No. And they love being told about the donuts. They love all of these things. <laughs> the ones with good sense of humor. Uh-huh. Okay. The other ones, not so much. Not so much. It'll tase you. Oh, I heard that pig joke. What's the license plate? Oh, that's right. Sternberg Automotive Pickup Truck, LMPD. If you'd like to pull Tony over and tell him There's actually a bunch about of your those. sense of humor. There's a bunch of those around town. Don't be randomly pulling those guys out and tasing them. Stop it. Look for the one with the guy driving with Stop. the hair that's suspiciously dark. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right, welcome in. It is an absolute gorgeous day out there. It, I have no idea. It really is. It is perfect day. I was just thinking, man, it starts to get you to feel, because it's only, it's seems like around 80. I don't know what the degree is. supposed to be 87 today, but not humid. It's not there yet, man, because it's perfect. It feels like football, man, and I love it. And more good news is coming out of UofL. Jody was just telling me he thinks at least nine true freshmen will play this year. Okay. 
That's a lot. That's a lot. You're filling in gas, but that also shows that you've done a great job of recruiting when guys coming straight out of high school can contribute as true freshmen. Well, and the best unit that they that they recruited to was the wide receiver. Remember, mm-hmm. they had the trio of superstars. Those three are not the nine he's talking about. One of them is that true freshman Dorian Etheridge, six foot three, two hundred and thirty pound true freshman linebacker from West Virginia, is taking reps at the with the one. Can Jimbo have a couple of them? Because Jimbo just had to move a defensive back to wide receiver to help out with depth. What? Oh yeah, we lost most of our wide receiver yeah, core. Yeah, but okay. You've no, there's got some five star. Yeah, right, I know yeah. there, but untested. All right, who's on line one there? What's up, Jay? You're on with the dogs, Jay. Hey, that accident was right there where you jump off a of 65 to take 64 east, and it's still blocked. Mm. It's still blocked? Still blocked. They made me go up 71. I had to get off on Zorn. Why oh, is it man. still blocked? Why wouldn't you just move the pigs? Well, the truck is busted in half in the back, and then I think the engine caught fire. The cat's all messed up. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. that's where the jokes of the barbecue's coming on because the truck caught on fire. The driver's okay, yeah. though, right? And the price of reds is going up. The what? Oh, price oh. Of ribs. I'm not sure it reacts that quickly. Yeah, those those trucks pull in there every oh, I know. single And I hate day. it if I happen to catch one once pulling in. I absolutely yeah, hate it. Yeah. Didn't make me a vegetarian, though, did it? Hunter, you're on with Tony and Dave. So uh, my qu- my question is this: Since uh, the pigs, you know, was an accident and people were helping them out, is that, is that pulled apart? <laughs> oh, he's hamming it up. Full pork. I love it. Yes. Yes. People sitting in traffic for five hours are like, joke around, fuzzballs. Yeah, no doubt. What the heck? Yeah. You can come out here and sit and smell yeah, that bacon. So, I did not know that it's still closed down. That is a terrible spot, too. I don't know if you can get off. There's Grinstead right before that. Get on that one. O line is going to average. Get ready for this. More good news out of University of Louisville football. The O line is close to averaging if everybody is in their spots they think are going to be in that spot. 6'6, 330 pounds across. Yikes. That is stupid. Stupid huge. Let's hope mobility goes along with stupid huge. 6'6, 330 across the board. Mike Summers will make sure that it does. Gosh. That is unbelievable. They will look good in the airport. Oh, you're darn right they will. So a lot of good news coming out of L football, we like to hear. Here, by the way, the preseason rankings and blurb from Sports Illustrated. They're the ones that love Lamar Jackson, hate Lamar Jackson, love Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. They put Louisville at number 14. Mm-hmm. Player you need to know. Senior Reggie Bonifant has been an all-purpose player for Louisville's offense during his career. He'll spend his fourth season as the team's number one running back. He began as a quarterback in 2014, then played mostly running back in 2015 before moving to wide receiver in 2016. During his last 10 in the backfield, he was fifth on the team in rushing 175 yards, but this time around he'll be the lead back. Though quarterback Lamar Jackson, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, led the cards in rushing last year, watch out for Bonifon, who at 6'3 and 212 will be a fast physical presence in the ground game. Path to the playoff. Non-conference games against Purdue and at Kentucky... Should be easy, but the ACC Atlantic will be tough. The Cardinals host Clemson and go to Florida State. If they split those and still win the division, the conference title game could be a playoff play-in. What's the most important sentence there? Non-conference games against Purdue and at Kentucky, repeat after me, 
should be easy. Yes. Last year, not so much for the Kentucky game. But should be easy. I don't know. I know, I know, I know. Last year should have been what? Easy. Easy. That is still like, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. But it was good for the rivalry. The Louisville football team was not in a good mental place. Plus, I just, what did we say on the the pregame? First of all, you said Steven Johnson, kind of the name alone, gives you the heebie-jeebies. There is a a factor there. Louisville, if there's a Stevie Johnson on the field, needs to double down and tie up all loose ends. Uh, Plus, I said... The football gods will not allow one of these teams to win six in a row. Hmm. All right. I said that's just, it's just something happens when you get to five in a row in this rivalry to where you're like, the ball's not going to bounce your way. It's just something's going to happen today. And everybody was like, what are you all talking about? We're like, we're getting a bad feeling today. Now we were doing all of this under the guise of we're trying to find some way Kentucky can win this game. So we're offering up luck and football gods. Dude. And it worked. Do you want to toy with the football gods? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, no. No football god toying, no karma chameleon poking. Don't do that. You sent me an article earlier today. What was that? I I didn't have time to click on it. Well, when you have Colin Kaepernick as a discussion point and Mm -hmm. Jason Whitlock is talking about him, Mm -hmm. you would expect he'd be on Spike Lee's side. Big time, yeah. He called the Colin Kaepernick rally... And the situation, a shakedown of NFL owners, the Tawana Brawley of the NFL. Oh, no way. Not kidding. Wow. So we have that audio there. Oh, okay. He's essentially saying, don't give in to this shakedown. It's because he can't play. It's not because of anything else. See, he knows how to revive. Right when you don't want to talk about that guy, here he comes, right? Taking a stance you don't expect him to take. Right, that's exactly what he does. He does so well at it, too. And but he also like, said they should. someone should go ahead and just give him a job and get this over with. But that is not how you run a business. No, yeah. Unless no. the owners all get together and say, look, at somebody give this dude a job so we can end this discussion. They just don't want to deal with him. That just they don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It just you gotta it's gotta add up. Look, if that guy still had the skills to where he could do whatever he wanted on the football field, he'd have a he'd job. have another fifty million dollar contract. He'd have a fifty million and people would put up with it. Fans are like, cool. Well, you, well, you, Vic. you murdered dogs? Oh, you're still pretty good. Okay, well, I didn't like that, but oh, I, can, my gosh. I can get over I, it. I said I uh, definitively I we all sat on this show and said no way that guy works back in the NFL. There's no when he gets out of prison, no one is going to make him the face of their franchise. Everybody loves dogs, and everybody loves dogs. And the Except story, for you. and the story of how he drowned the dogs, right? And he electrocuted them. them to death. And you're thinking that is so horrific. He's never going to work in the league again. And people, he came back, signed another hundred million dollar contract. Wasn't the same guy, but they thought he was. Look at that. Drop the headphones. It was doing the... Oh, I hate that. In our ears. Like you're trying to find an AM station on a long-distance drive the engineers back are, in the day. The new studio should be done soon. <laughs> the temporary studio that I use to coordinate the Derby broadcast yeah. is still sitting where it was Derby Day. No, I, my favorite is, and, I, and I'm, this is all inside baseball, but I don't care, it's August. Uh, my favorite is is Mud, yes? I heard our new studio is going to be done by Friday. Oh, stop oh. it. You know what? That's not What year? Funny. Yeah, well, 2019. Oh, sorry. Yeah. When, uh, when we were out on location... 
we have this system called the talkback that doesn't broadcast over the radio. It broadcasts just in our ears. So Mud can tell us something in so our Mud ears. So Mud can say, wrap it up, goofballs, right. we're running late. This or is really boring right Steve, now. Pick it up. Steve is on line one. So that's it's called talkback. Well, that system in, in uh, KRD studio, uh, he, has a, he has an old-fashioned... Walkie-talkie, like you have to, like a, no, I'm not a walkie-talkie, like a, a CB radio, a CB radio, where it's on the end of that curly wire, and he has to push it like he's Burt Reynolds, and go, Steve on line one. The movie Convoy would giggle if it saw this. Yes. It looks like it came out of a, a passenger yes. boat in 1948. Yes. But it does, it still works, though, Mud, right? Yeah, Kinda. It still works. Still works. I feel like Smokey and the Bandit, but, you know. <laughs> breaker, 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 one nine. Nine, breaker, breaker, one, nine. I hate having to say over every time we do this, though. Uh, over. Shepherd the lost sheep. Shepherd the lost sheep. <laughs> over. Hey, watch what you're saying there. Wait a minute. What are you saying? Hey, hey, hey. Those are the call signs on the Dukes of Hazard. Lost sheep? Shepherd to lost sheep. Oh, oh is Uncle Jesse Shepherd? Shepherd to lost sheep. I think sheep. so, yeah. Oh, I like it. Look at you pulling that reference What, what animal was Daisy Duke? I love it. Mm. Little Bo Peep. Oh, okay. Of course she Daisy was. Daisy Duke was Little Bo Peep. Of course she was. Why do I know this? I don't know. You watch way too much. It just It just pops in your head and never, ever gets out of there. All right. Allen Electric 636-HELP is the phone number. Please give them a call when you need an electrician. They are mainly, uh, no, I'm sorry, exclusive to residential electric work. They don't work with the, uh, you know, the contractors. They're not building huge buildings and helping them out. They want to know, and they know what's going on in your home. Give them a shot. It's uh, Allen Electric 636-HELP. They're master electricians. They are licensed electricians. They, I, I could read, they, they bring in every once in a while Tony Allen will bring his whole folder in with all of these uh, recommendations from people that they have worked on and it's almost every single home they work on it's a stack every three months he brings them in I don't even bother because they're just one after another it's like showed up on time great job uh, we loved him he was clean the van looked great it was all it was all compliments Allen Electric 636 help Back after By the this. way, back to Kaepernick for a second. Spike Lee is not organizing the August 23rd rally at NFL headquarters. Other groups are. But guess what they did on the release talking about it? They misspelled Kaepernick's name. Of course they did. You can't write this stuff. But why is he... Is, they're using his name, though? Spike Lee? Well, Spike Lee is promoting the fact that there's a rally being okay. organized. He's not doing the organizing. And again, the irony of calling it, take a stand... For Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. What if he'd done that, we wouldn't be here. You need a marketing guy that can spell. Back at 90KRD. Alright, we did have... Welcome back. 790KRD. The Afternoon Underdogs. We were going to play you that Jason Whitlock sound. We'll, we'll save that for a later in the in the hour here, so just sit tight. Right? We'll talk yeah, about Yeah, Jason that. Whitlock talking about Colin Kaepernick taking a side in this that you probably... Wouldn't expect, based on his previous opinions. Uh, and, and before we get to Eric Crawford from WDRB, this turned 30 yesterday. This will make you feel hmm. really, really old. Can you remember this movie? Uh, Die Hard? No. It's the train scene in Stand By Me. Oh, wow. River Phoenix. Wesley Crusher. 
<laughs> no, I think Die Hard also came out in 87, did it not? Uh, I don't know. This is 1986. So uh, I guess it's, yesterday it, it premiered, I guess, uh, 30 years ago. But that is a great coming-of-age movie. And by the way, sad as it was, it's, it's good that Glenn Campbell can only die once. Because Rhinestone Cowboy in my head for 24 oh, hours I can't get it out of there. is enough. Eric Crawford, do you remember seeing uh, Stand By Me in the movie theaters? I'm pretty sure I did. Here's another sign of getting old. You don't always remember. But, right. But I'm pretty sure I saw that one on the theater. Uh, I can't imagine that I saw it on a, later on tape. On You know, we had, uh, oh, we right. had VCRs back then. Too, yes. So. Yeah, said, no, at, yeah, at some point, you know, there was a day when you actually, the only way to see a movie was to go to the movie theater. <laughs> Although lots of, lots of listeners, I guarantee you, owned a VHS copy of Stand By Me. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Are you surprised, and thanks for joining us today, Eric Crawford, are you as surprised as I am of the uh, the lack of... I don't know. I'm trying to describe Lamar Jackson's scene right now, where at some because I was I kept running into Rocco and I kept running into guys uh, at the U of L football program and I kept saying, "Man, are you ready for this? What this pressure cooker is going to look like?" I mean, all eyes on Lamar Jackson every snap. What's he doing? He's not looking like he's NFL ready. This is crazy. He's got to shake off this. He seems like Lamar Jackson wins the Heisman Trophy and he's kind of flying under the radar. Am I off there? It's almost, and there's two ways of looking at it. One way is that it's kind of a kind of disrespectful, and you're shaking your head over it because he was really good last season, um, and he won the Heisman, and it was not a close vote either. It's not like he almost lost it to somebody. I mean, he blew everybody away. He was the runaway winner. But at the same time, in my mind, and I don't know how many people think this, but I'm kind of viewing it as the best thing that could happen for him and for the program and for everything else. The fact that He's not being listed among the leaders and that, you know, there's not everybody camped out on his doorstep here to talk to him and people are kind of downplaying what he did while it's, you know, it, it bothers, I'm sure it bothers him on some level and it's motivation on some level. It's a great situation because he could almost think about this. If they had a really good open to the season, they won three games, which would be an accomplishment in itself to go three and oh for this team. Uh, he could be again, an, he, You'd be the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, and you'd also be the under-the-radar candidate. You'd be the outsider again and could take advantage of that again. So I think it sets up great for him, and I think he's going to have a good season. I I don't know if his numbers will be better than last year, but I think he's going to be a better quarterback. And one thing I said, Eric, as we wrapped up the season last year with the bowl loss, is that there is a faction of the media listening to Dabu Swinney, maybe who grudgingly voted for Lamar Jackson, but thought maybe, okay, Deshaun Watson should have been the guy. There's plenty of people out there thinking that Lamar didn't deserve it. You're going to have some media that are seemingly rooting against Lamar with the I told you so attitude. And I warn fans, you're going to get some of that to start the season. Yeah, and, and you're going to get it any, no matter what. And, and it's only going to be enhanced because Deshaun Watson made a case. He won the national championship. Uh, you can't you can't take anything away from the kid or what he did. Uh, he had a great year. And it certainly has Heisman worthy, just like Lamar Jackson was. But um, even without that, though, our nature in America and American media and sport, the guy gets to the top, you got to knock it down. And you look at, at everybody that's ever won this, I think the common thing they would tell you about coming back the season after they'd won it. There's only been four others maybe uh, uh, that they would tell you is that, that it's an intense 
you know, people start to pick you apart. You think about Tim Tebow. I mean, in some ways, they're still picking him apart. So I, I think that uh, it was just inevitable. But in some ways, I think because the kind of talk around him has died down, while there's been some of that, there's probably less of it, actually, than I might have anticipated at this point. Eric Crawford from WDRB.com. The other storyline for me is is two years in a row you've had a Trinity player that has had a great career at UofL football. Played pretty darn well. But the expectations were higher than what they played in. And I'm talking about James Quick last year. And then Reggie Bonifon has the exact same story. They come in with a ton of hype, played really well early as freshmen and sophomores, but haven't lived up to the super hype that they came in with. It's the exact same story as James. And I thought James had a – besides, you know, he's going to get a lot of guff about the Clemson stuff. But besides that, he had a really good senior year. And Reggie's staring at the same sort of uh, – uh, through the same eyes that everyone else is like, what's he going to do his senior year? What's your take, Eric, with Reggie Bonifant? Well, it's going to be hard to tell. You know, we've only seen what we saw in that 45 minutes or so of practice that we got to see – uh, you know, preseason this year, and I thought he looked really good as a running back. He all of a sudden he didn't look like a quarterback running the ball; he looked like a running back running the ball. And there was a time you'll remember when Reggie Bush made that position change that he stopped running straight up and he started running lower. And, and they're totally different guys, but he looked like a running back. And I, I thought Reggie looked more like a running back this year. So it'll be interesting to see how he does with that. But but my whole thing, I just hope. Reggie has a good year because I think he's been such a contributor, and I don't think we'll ever know. I mean, what if Reggie Bonifant had been a pouting, bad influence with the amount of influence he had with the number of guys on that team, as popular a kid as he is, and the leadership position that he's held probably since his dad died when he was a freshman and he kept playing and took him to Notre Dame and won a football game. What if he had been a negative guy? I don't think Lamar Jackson wins the Heisman. I don't think players rally around him. I don't know if the program rallies around him. Uh, Reggie's had contributions that I don't think anybody can really measure uh, in terms of where this program has come. So I hope, it, I hope it shows for him on the field this year. I think he's in position to do some more things, but you know we're not going to know until the season gets out there because it's going to be hard to hard to gauge how anybody can can play as a running back. We really haven't seen him do that regularly in college. Eric, before the Kentucky game, we were doing our pregame show, and we're trying to find ways that Kentucky can win. Louisville won five in a row. It didn't seem like the gap was that narrow. It seemed like Louisville was quite a bit ahead of Mark Stoops and his slow rebuild. So we're doing things like, well, there's a Stevie Johnson on the team. The last time they had one of those, it didn't go so well. And Tony said, well, the football gods won't let you win six in a row. So we were kind of trying to find offbeat ways they could win. Well, they won. How much of it is Kentucky closing the gap on Louisville football? How much of it was Louisville was mired in some deep funk they've never gotten out of? Well, that's the question. (laughs) And that I I don't, you know, Kentucky won the game. And so I I don't want to, you know, I don't want to to bash them. I don't want to take anything away from them. Um, The fact of the matter is that that Louisville still, you know, there's just a ton of yards in that game. Louisville put up 560 yards, but Kentucky put up 580 yards. Uh, Louisville's defense just laid down in that game, and its offense turned the ball over too much. And, and you know, we throw three interceptions. You, you have four turnovers overall, and you know, including two or three in the red zone. You're just not. It's just not going to happen for you. So uh, it was kind of a perfect storm. But 
I, you know, still Louisville did what it did. It moved the ball up and down the field. It just, you know, I think the motivation in that game was it. So I don't think you could really, I don't think you can take much away from last year's game to what might happen this year. I still think Louisville's the favorite. And what we'll to watch Kentucky over the course of a year to see how much improvement there is overall. And what we'll to watch Louisville's defense closer. But I just think, I think Louisville got caught in a position last year that it had never been in, in terms of national height. And when they, you know, when that, it, they just were not set up well for that Houston game. And when they lost it, they were done. And, uh, you know, Bobby, I think kept turning the ignition and nothing happened. And, uh, we'll see if it's, if it's restarted for this year. They got a good chance. They should put up big numbers against Purdue. That'll be a fun game, but it shouldn't be a, a close game. And then it gets, it gets real at North Carolina and we'll see if Louisville is able to pick back up and create some hype like they did last year. Eric Crawford, you know, the, the numbers came out, the attendance came out, I think it was yesterday. I don't know why that story landed yesterday, but the, uh, the attendance numbers again were the top three. The top three have always been, it's like, I think it's, it's like 20 years now. It's, it's Kentucky, Syracuse, and Louisville. Kentucky, Syracuse, or Syracuse, Kentucky, Louisville. The top three with attendance. I mean, it's just, we're in this, uh, this Kentucky bubble of we love college basketball. With the biggest arenas. But if you step out, right, but if you step out, well, there's a lot, plenty of big arenas, but they, not a lot of 22, a, 24, 26, 40. That they fill it every game. Uh, but if you step out of Kentucky, you know college basketball has really struggled the last decade. And if you go west of Kansas, it's really hard to find any interest at all in college basketball. What? Are they, where is this whole sport going if they don't get it together with the NBA? Yeah, I, I think. Well, I'm not even sure that the, that the one and done has killed it. I, I don't know that that's hurt college basketball nationally. I just think that, you know, they're, the season is kind of sprawling. I think, I think you're looking at, at, and what they're looking at, I think, is to maybe compact the season a little bit and, uh, and start it, you know, at, at, at one time and, uh, and see if that can't get a, a jump start, start it maybe, in, you know, after Thanksgiving. You, you really lose basketball. There's those, all those big football rivalry games that dominates Thanksgiving weekend. I'm not sure why they accepted the holidays there, why you're playing Atlantis then, and why you're playing Maui then, because everybody's gearing up for, for rivalry weekend and stuff in football. So it, it's kind of tough to, to, to know what they need to do, um, but a lot of it revolves around TV, and, and you've got to play so many games to get your TV money out of it. And a lot of places are relying on it for some revenue. So I don't know what the changes are. I'd like to see, I'd like to see the game go to quarters. I'd like to see him uh, tamper a little bit with with the way the end game is done a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I think I think fewer free throws. If you play it in quarters, you get to the bonus in the first quarter and you start back at zero to start the second. It might speed things along a little bit. Um, you know, they're just going to have to keep trying. They've, they've made some adjustments. They've we've had some innovations that worked. I think they're still going to have to innovate a little more. Is WDRB going to send you to the Mayweather-McGregor fight, or at least by the pay-per-view for you guys? That would be nice. Uh, I'd go just for the spectacle of it. I think it'd be pretty interesting, but no. I think our, our next project is before Louisville-Purdue. We are doing 90 minutes live before that game, so that'll be fun. Oh, that's uh, cool. Doing that, we're working on stories for that. We've got a lot of, a lot of neat stuff, including, I think, uh, Tom Jurich live on there, so that'll be a good interview. But, um, so, but no, Mayweather-McGregor, no. I've heard no talk of that. I don't think Bill Lamb is going to spring for that trip. And that's your opinion. 
That's my that's my point of view. Exactly. <laughs> if he wants to, I'll go, and that also is my point. <laughs> uh, I saw your article today. Great job on the. I love the story about the Bellman wrestling coach. I, you know, I'm into wrestling. I love the wrestling, and my son wrestles, and he's and the, the story about the two coaches running down the purse snatcher and how they were describing what moves they were using as they took the the yeah. perp to the ground is a great article. Good job. Tell us about that. Well, you know, look, how stupid can you be? Obviously, he didn't scout. That's the importance of scouting. <laughs> yeah. He tries to steal a woman's wallet, and it's in the middle of a national convention of wrestling coaches. without <laughs> broken bones. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, what he described is also called a high double. So they he basically swept high double. His, there you go. Yeah, high double. He so swept the leg. He well, you you put your face in his chest and you push and you put, pick his legs up. So you drive him into the mat. Huh. So I heard that yeah. called something and they, else. You know, it's one thing to coach it. This guy was also, he's an NAI. He was at, uh, I think, Campbellsville University and was an All-American down there, too. So, uh, yeah, that guy, he didn't have a shot. Oh, no, 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 no. I think it's hilarious. We're going to have to get that coach on. Again, the Bellarmine coach. Uh, you know, taking care of business with a purse snatcher down there. In you go. I love that. Yeah, right. you know, it's, it's, and it's great because Bellarmine, that's a Duke program, and I've always thought there's a huge... You know, there's a huge void. If somebody wanted to have a college wrestling program here, uh, it would be a it would be a wide open for it. And Louisville would be great, but for Bellman to have that uh, is a great is a great thing for guys that wrestle around here. So uh, I'm sure they'll love the publicity. Oh no, there's no doubt about it. We it, it, no doubt. All right, Eric Crawford, thanks for calling. Let's get back to work, buddy. Will do. Thanks a lot, Tony. See you, man. And- Speaking of dumb criminals, Andrew David Jensen was arrested at the end of July. First-degree residential burglary. Bail set at $180,000. He successfully got away with the crime, but needed a bathroom break while in the house, dropped a deuce, and didn't flush. <laughs> Stop. Stop. DNA profile matched. No, 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 no. And they were able to arrest him. So what's the conversation? Ma'am, is this yours? <laughs> did you did you fail to flush? No. I always flush. Thank you, sir. Right. Unless it was a floater. Oh, you mean that's the guy that ripped us off, pooped, and left it? Detective said it's the first DNA burglary match that he knows of with fecal evidence collected from a toilet. I love it. No. There's one... <laughs> Like, selfies gone wrong. One picture that's made the rounds for years mm-hmm. of the girl in the bathroom doing a selfie. And behind her in the toilet, you can see all the little turds. <laughs> Putting on the, the fish stop, face. Stop, stop, enough. Mm, look enough. at how good I look. Enough. Oh, if you don't want to get broken into and have a guy poop in your toilet while he steals your stuff, you got to call Mid-America Security. Yeah. four five two sixty two. If all the other ads and common sense approaches mm-hmm. didn't do it, Somebody could sneak into your house and poop. I think I think some people listening right now would rather have the guy steal a TV than poop in their house. Mm-hmm. Uh, four five two sixty two seventy seven. When you mention this ad, the first ninety days are on them, so that's three months. So what you got to do is call the number. Gary McPherson will come over, and then they'll set up the tech to get the system on your home. It takes a couple days, and you are rolling. Mid America Security, Better Business Bureau, A plus, and they use state of the art equipment called Honeywell. Speaking of Mayweather and McGregor, a lot of the talk's been coming out of McGregor's camp with the sparring partner and all the war of the words. Well, Mayweather's talking. 
And he's doing his best. Wait let's let's wait. And he's we'll doing yes. Tease he's it. doing his best. Lou Holtz impression. Okay, let's find out. So what, what I need he's you to do, to say, yeah. I need you to read this as Lou Holtz. Okay, I'll try. Doing Floyd Mayweather. I'm not very good at it. But Just I'll do try. your paternal voice. Same okay. guy. You got it. Back minus the this. crimes. Seven ninety KRD. This report is brought to you by ninety KRD. All right, we are back. Here we are. It's the afternoon underdogs on seven ninety. Dave and Tony KRD. So Floyd May- Mayweather, I've lost a step. Okay, so Floyd Mayweather, all right, he's finally talking about the fight. You think he would come out braggadocious? I'm going to mop the floor with him. No, instead, he sounds like Lou Holtz before a big game. Notre Dame could be playing Indiana and act like they have no chance in the football game. So here is Tony Vanetti as Floyd Mayweather via Lou Holtz. He's he's a lot younger. When I look at myself and Conor McGregor on paper, he's taller, longer reach. <laughs> he's a bigger man from top to bottom. Well, he is, yeah. He's a lot younger, so youth is on his side. What was that? Youth? Youth is on his youth. side. Youth. What's a youth? Youth is on his side. I'm not the fire I was once. <laughs> I'm not the fire I was two years ago. Go on, Floyd. I've lost a step. Oh. A fighter like Andrew Berto isn't even supposed to go the distance with Floyd Wayweather. <laughs> it's not. I'm just not what I used to be. Mm. I used to have a 90% knockout rate, Phil. Oh. Sounds like me in my well, back of my day. Well, yeah, well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> all they're right, they're cold, but they're counting down. <laughs> Say it again. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, now it's not playing. Oh. A lot more at halftime. I promise. Well, well I don't get They bring the head cold, but they're... Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Mayweather, however, and whatever. Wait a minute. I didn't say I couldn't fight. I just said I'm not the same Floyd Mayweather as I once was. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Floyd Mayweather tried to set up the intrigue. Floyd Mayweather is... That he might actually lose holds. the fight. You want to hear Holtz again? Yeah, please. They will get to talk a whole lot more at halftime. I promise. Well, well I don't get... They bring the Ann Combe, but they're counting down... I, I just, I don't... I, Who's Ann Combe? How he lasted so long on television, or there wasn't a television producer that went, no, right. not putting Lou Holtz on TV. First of all, he's not very attractive, and he has a lisp. <laughs> Hey, Cindy Brady had a long career. No, she didn't. As a child. <laughs> Leave the man alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, you want to do this? Yes, this is Jason Whitlock, who typically would take the side. He sets it up for you. He does. I'll Let's just do let it. you listen. Yeah. There it is. Line of thinking. But now, as I th- dig further into this and look where this is headed, I actually think they're helping him. I think again, this will sound crazy when I first say it. You'll think about it tonight and you'll see I'm right. This is a shakedown. This is an Al Sharpton racial shakedown of the NFL. And they are trying through public pressure, through rallies, through everything, give this guy a roster spot and give him the contract he wants. That's what all this is about. Reinstall. It's a shakedown. It's, this is... Colin Kaepernick 
is the Tawana Brawley of the NFL. That's what he is. I, we saw there was that was a fictionalized story, a fictionalized narrative that Al Sharpton used. It ended up blowing up in his face. The Tawana Brawley thing. Bill Cosby gave $25,000 to find the guys that did it. Don King promised $100,000. Spike Lee put Tawana Brawley and do the right thing as Tawana told the truth. All the same things are here in play. Celebrities caping up. This false narrative that Colin Kaepernick's being mistreated. It's a shakedown. And I, I look at people that are starting to fold. And they're gonna, there's conversations in my mind that are already going on among NFL ownership and Goodell. Somebody give him a job and this will go well, away. I mean, somebody, remember, remember the Michael Sam draft? Mm-hmm. And there was a sense that the league yeah. pressured, was it Jeff Fisher? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and people said, hey, I, is it a shakedown? The league has a history of people doing favors, owners doing favors. Michael Sam, the belief was, now this, I don't know if it's been yep. verified, but it was, hey, just, just draft him. Uh, yeah, well, it stopped automatically right there, but that, that'll be fine. Um, there you go. That's, that's the other side of it. Some will say he's being blackballed because of his protest, which wasn't just the kneeling down. He wore the socks with pigs on him to be anti-police. He had the Castro shirt. And owners are saying... He's not Michael Vick $100 million contract good anymore, and he's a, a lot of trouble potentially. And they're, they're shying away from him. Is he better than some quarterbacks that have roster spots? Absolutely he is. Jason Whitlock. Is he worth the trouble? That's Jason, Jason Whitlock. Whitlock. Taking a stance you did not expect. He usually throws that race car down on anything that matters. It doesn't yep. matter what's going on. He throws that down. This is a black-white issue on everything. And he's, he, I bet you he's getting killed killed today on social media he's getting a lot of what the heck are you talking about and he's getting a lot of i don't agree with you usually but you're on this one dude he's getting it from both sides but the other direction uh again if this was a different person colin kaepernick the problem with him is that he cannot express his feelings or what he wants that's all this is about he never had a clear goal of what he wanted to do like if he wanted to do that for because uh, there was blue, uh, police brutality in San Francisco, okay, I'm kneeling until I get to meet with the mayor, right, and the police chief, and I want to get with them, and they've got to meet with some of the people I know in the community, and we've got to get together, and we're going to do. We something have to here. have discussions we're gonna until have to, we do. Until we do, I'm not. I'm not doing that. He had no clear mission. He had no clear message. He kept changing the message every week, and then other athletes just jumped on board and, and then, knelt right, down in yes. other sports for attention. Yes, yes, yes yeah, yeah. No, he's his own worst enemy when it comes to articulating his actual message. Total, I'm totally on his side to do what you want to do, man. Sure, it's your, it's America. You do what you want. But it was the wrong messenger. But he says, and a lot of people say, I don't care that I'm the wrong messenger. I don't care. I'm not trying to be a voice for the black community. I'm just doing my thing. This is what I believe in. And that, again, alienates himself. And then then didn't he fly to his part whatever ethnicity, and he flew to the island or whatever and spent time there and said, I don't feel at home in America or something? He just keeps on talking. Yes. Yeah, he just keeps talking. That's exactly right. But saying nothing. Yeah, exactly. And that is his problem. It's not what he did. You and I and everyone else got caught up on what he did, and we get we lost. We what got lost is this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. Has no clear message. It's gibberish. And again, make up your mind. Why are you kneeling? With all of that being said, if he were really good, he would have a job. Yes, 
And the NFL doesn't care. You can run somebody over with your Maserati drunk and kill that person. And if you're a good wide receiver, you're working in the fall. You'll be back. You'll be back. All right, uh, we're we're finished up with the first hour here of the dog. So thanks for joining us here, Genesis Diamond Chevrolet Plaza next to Trader Joe's. Uh, there's a big sale coming up soon. I'll tell you about that next week. So just uh, sort of keep your eye on that one. But if you're looking to get engaged and you're looking to pick out uh, a ring, then Genesis Diamonds, the way to do that is to go and not just buy the diamond because the mounting is very important. If you're looking for yellow gold, white gold, rose gold, platinum, whatever they got, Genesis Diamonds has the options you can't get anywhere else. Henry Dossi, Simon G., Viraggio, Takori. These are the top lines. That these ladies... I mean, this is what they see in the magazines, and you can get them here in Louisville now at Genesis Diamonds. Genesis Diamonds, rock-bottom diamond prices. You can be assured you'll get the guaranteed best price on the total package of the ring. This is not just the diamond. Genesis Diamonds, Chivalry Plaza next to Trader Joe's. Back after this on 790. KRD. Radio Station. AirServe proudly presents the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. Welcome to hour number two. Glad to be here. The Afternoon Underdogs. We're so glad you can join us. Did a fine job, by the way, as Lou Holtz on short notice. Thank you. That wasn't bad. Thank you. I didn't think I was going to pull that off. But, but you uh, did. It worked. It worked. Good news for U of L football. I just talked to Jody a couple of minutes ago. He said he thinks at least nine. True freshmen are going to play a lot and maybe start on offense and defense. That's one of those year. that's one of those topics along the lines of who do you want to dominate the spring, the defense or the offense? Yeah. And you can spin it both ways. You can spin it, ooh, a lot of freshmen have to play. That can't be good. Right. A lot of experienced guys are gone, that's all they have. Or these true freshmen are so good, yep. recruiting has stepped up to the point yep. where they are competing and may beat out upperclassmen. Yep. And you have that's to, the way I'm going with you, it. You have to have these classes to if you're going to start to be Clemson. You can beat Clemson on a given year, which you haven't yet. But you'll be able to do that every once in a while. But if you want to be Clemson, you've got to recruit on that level. So nine guys. And I'm not talking about Louisville signed the best wide receiver class they may have ever had. They might and, have the deepest crew in the country. And those guys are not the freshmen we're talking about. They're yeah. not going to get the reps. The linebacker, his name is Dorian Etheridge. 6'3", 230-pound uh, linebacker from West Virginia is one of the guys we're talking about. He's getting reps with the ones. He's not going to start, but by the end of the year, you don't know. I mean, it, there's got some studs everywhere. The offensive line, it looks like if they hammer out who they want at line right now, if you add up the numbers, L's offensive line could average 6'6", 330 pounds. They will look good in the airport. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. It's not size with them. It's technique. It's coaching, and they will be better. It's unbelievable. Uh, we talked to Eric Crawford earlier. There are some interesting storylines. Obviously, we're in territory as a, U, as, a, as a Louisville football fan. We're in territory we have yet to discover. You have a Heisman Trophy winner as your quarterback this year. We've had great quarterbacks come back. Brian Brom had several years. Dave Ragone played his all his all four years out. Chris Redmond played all his four years out. Jeff, I mean, it's fun having these good quarterbacks come back and you get spoiled. 
But this is the first time you've had a guy that scored 51 touchdowns in a season by himself. And the national media, and I warned you about this, the ones at the end of the year who thought Deshaun Watson should have won it are looking to pounce on Lamar Jackson's number. See, we told you so at the end of the year. That was fool's gold. And he is smiling and he is motivated to prove everybody wrong. And and Crawford's right. We talked about it with Chris Redman yesterday. It is a gift for the football program that he is getting dissed like this nationally. That he is not even making some of their preseason lists. If not dissed, overlooked, if you want to be kind to them. What? And I didn't even think about this one. Crawford was like, you know, the Heisman voting wasn't even close. It was was Lamar Jackson. Because he just shattered everything. It wasn't the gap that it would have been like three weeks earlier, but it was still one of the biggest landslides in the history of Heisman voting. And Louisville fans wants to think they're better, like as in they're, oh, well, we're going to be fans, we're going to be good fans, we're going to be crazy fans. There were games, I remember last year, when Lamar Jackson would score seven touchdowns, and people would go, well, you looked okay. Yeah. Looked pretty good. Left some points out there. What did you just say? Well, he made a mistake. We saw those mistakes he made in the third quarter. You go... What? Hmm. He scored seven. It happens. He ran three and threw for four. SI.com today, their top 25, Louisville number 14. Here's the paragraph path to the playoff. Non-conference games against Purdue and at Kentucky should be easy. But the ACC Atlantic will be tough. Cardinals host Clemson and go to Florida State. If they split those and still win the division, the conference championship could be a playoff play-in. That from SI.com, who is one of the Lamar dissers or overlookers. Sometimes they like him, though. That's a thing, overlookers. Overlookers, without a doubt. Um, 571-7900 if you have a take on on our friend Jason Whitlock's take on Colin Kaepernick. Says it's an NFL, it's a shakedown. He's the, the Tawana Brawley of the NFL, Colin Kaepernick. It's a shakedown to get Colin Kaepernick a job and the contract that he wants. What am I missing with We're going to protest. Brawley. What is that? Who is that? Tawana Brawley was a girl that falsely claimed that she was raped by white men, and they found her in a trash bag. Okay. And everybody jumped in, and celebrities were saying, and they were jumping to the fact that this obviously happened. Got to catch the guy. Celebrities were all over it. Turned out she made it up. Ah. Uh, okay. So I'm not sure it's a uh, the perfect example of what he's going for there, but the bottom line is... And this has happened before. We've seen local civil rights leaders who, we're not going to protest you if you pay us. Right. This yeah, happens yeah. all over the country. Right. And there was a famous gentleman here who had that kind of tactic. It works. It works everywhere. And he's essentially saying, Rock Coleman. We're going to stop protesting. We're going to stop the talk if you just hire the guy. Then we'll go away. And Jason Whitlock is categorizing that as a shakedown. I kind of miss Reverend Coleman. Oh, yeah. Kind of miss him. Without a doubt. He went his $500,000 house out in Shelbyville. Mm-hmm. But Jefferson County was his passion. That Do we ever... T- we did talk about the Boomer Esiason CTE... We mentioned it yesterday, yesterday where he yeah. thinks every football player has it now. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit too much. Not every football player has 10 concussions and develops a fatal illness that takes your life early. Yeah. Plenty of football players of all generations have lived to ripe old ages. Yeah, well, if the brains talk- that were studied were the ones that were donated by players and families that thought they had a problem. If you want to narrow it to all veteran NFL players have it, I would, I would, I would make a case for that. I'm not CTE. I don't know. I, it's just you're going to have wear and tear. Now, part of this is also keep in mind to get all players involved in the money. Yeah, 
There are plenty of healthy players that if they can claim a little CTE, mm-hmm. want to get a check. Buddy, you're on with the dopes. Oh, how are y'all doing today? Hey, Good. buddy. Hey, man, you know, everybody's disrespecting Lamar, but the one thing, if Lamar would have played the whole season last year, at the beginning of the year, he only played a couple quarters in different games. He'd have crushed every record. But you see, the thing is, we are Louisville. So they don't get the respect, but I believe that they have to give it to us after what they're going to do to them this year. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think if he obviously he makes anywhere of a leap between what he did between freshman and sophomore year, I think the kid's going to get better. And he, every indication is the kid likes to study tape. I mean, the kid likes to say, tell me what I'm doing wrong, and then he works on it. Well, let's be honest. Against good opponents and Kentucky at the end of the season, his numbers weren't as good, and they lost three in a row. Sure. And yeah, Clemson won the national title. Life. Deshaun Watson tanked his Heisman chances in the first three games of the year. He did not look good. Is it fair to him, then, to give it to Lamar after three weeks and not him? Maybe not. But there have been years when the Heisman's been given out, as it always is, yeah. before bowl games. Yeah. But if you wait till the end of the year, someone else would win it. But then you run the danger of... You're always giving it to the champion quarterback because he got it together at the end, and you overlook someone that had Lamar's kind of season. I think that we are people. Gosh, they have such short memories anymore. I mean, really, something that happened yesterday. They're like, oh, that's right, that did happen, huh? Like week seven or eight last week last year. I'm watching the sports shows. Oh, we ran the numbers. The only team that could really give Alabama a game is Louisville. I mean, that was most of the season. Yes. I mean, it was barreling towards Duke territory where Louisville had never been before. Based on Lamar's play in the matchup with Alabama, he's the type of quarterback that has the skills and elusiveness, the only one probably that can take down the mighty Crimson Tide. Nobody, Louisville football has never, and I know because I've been here since I'm 48 years old, it's never happened. Nobody's ever been on TV and talked about Louisville like that. Ever. And then, yes, they stumbled at the end of the season. And at some points, they looked awful. Against LSU, I think that was a team morale thing. Oh, without a doubt. I think that was a, if you talk to the folks that were there, they'll tell you they walked on in separate groups out to the to the field. And LSU came out, whatever, I mean, gangbusters. This was a team that had playoff hopes. And once the playoff hopes were dashed, never could quite get Happens it together all the time. and find the next prize. They couldn't find all the, time. the next thing to be excited about. It happens all the time, especially teams like Florida State and Alabama and teams like that. Not Alabama because they're a machine. But everyone else, when, they, when a team has aspirations of winning a national title and they lose a game, even if it's a close one, they they fall apart like that. Well, it's a I, mental I was, situation. I was proud of the Seminoles for that fact. Their national title was dashed and crushed here in Louisville. They weren't going to get it together the way they played defense and go on and do anything, but they played better at the end of the year, ended up with an Orange Bowl win. So they found enough of a prize to play for when their playoff hopes were crushed. Dude, that was that was just a I mean, that was a mental I mean, those players must have had nightmares. I mean, everything went wrong. You know what it was like? Lamar Jackson was the end of the Thomas Crown Affair, where they all had little bolo hats on, and they had canes, and everywhere Florida State looked. There's one on the escalator. Wait, there he is over there. There he is. Which one's him? Tackle somebody. I didn't like that film. I thought it was okay. 
It was okay. But that damn bowler hat scene. <laughs> really? Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. 50 of you. Come on. Nicely Det- done. Detain four of them and torture them. They're, they're gonna no, that's you. the way to do it. Cardinal Ricky, what's up? Ricky, explain something. Man, what's going on, dogs? What you doing? Real quick. Yeah. There's nothing really to say about Jason Whitlock. He's been doing this for years. Yep. Years. Yep. And now he's got a TV show to promote his crap. But I'm so you guys, you be, you guys have been spot on about the the no buzz around Lamar. Dude, Bobby and Lamar, he's sitting on something this year. I don't. It's just something I keep. I, I sit here and I watch Bobby in his interviews. He's sitting on something, and the fact that you know you had the Wake Forest coach this Lamar. You know, Bobby and Lamar about to get in that behind in Wake Forest. And then the fact that, you know, it's like Lamar and these, these young bucks, he's got into receiver court. They know what they did last year. It's like, look, we were this close to beating Clemson at Clemson. All we got to do is protect the ball and catch the ball. He's got some guys that are hungry to get out there and really start balling. I don't get it. And then you got these U.K. fans. These Kentucky fans out here, you know, all hyped up now because they got a, you know, dude, they got a shirt in their bookstore, Miracle in the Veal. <laughs> Come on now. It's so awesome. It's Come so on, awesome. a Miracle in the Veal. How are you going to sit here and get hyped about a new season when you just had a miracle? It's, it's unbelievable. I, I mean, and just a couple of years ago, they had T-shirts that said Louisville doesn't exist. Exactly. It's so funny. I appreciate the call, Cardinal. Well, that that tells you right there the people that printed the T-shirts don't think the gap is They're, narrowed all that much. Kentucky fan, to their credit, is very gullible. I mean, they get back into it. All they need is a glimmer of hope. They need a glimmer of hope, and they're like, we are back! And a t- yes! And a T-shirt they don't own yet. Honey, buy them damn season tickets again. We're back. We're back in Stoops yeah, Troops. we're back. And then Stoops Troops. Not just weeks later. Oh, God, why they do this to me? Well. They suck me back in every year. Georgia Tech runs that triple option. Call your cousin and ask him if he wants the rest of these tickets. Bothers everybody. I'm not going. Not going. You stayed up for that festival. Oh, Hold your ground. Baby, you talked me into getting these tickets. I did not. You did too. <laughs> and they show up, man. I know. They show up and they're insane about their team. Well, it's good for them. They made it to a bowl and the SEC East is down. They buy into it. Yes, but this year we got a shot. But you can't treat a win as a miracle. Uh,. When you had the season they had, and then they find this quarterback that was, look, Steven Johnson was an afterthought. They're like, we need a backup in case something goes wrong. That's what Steven Johnson was. Yes. He wasn't, he was just an extra scholarship. He was plan D. He came in and plan D won him seven games. So they go into the house where Florida State got waxed. And any game they won was they were squeaking it out. And I know Kentucky fans. That means Kentucky would beat Florida and State. They I, win that damn game, even up to the last minute. I mean, the last five minutes, last ten minutes, I was like, "No, Louisville's got this. They'll win, and we'll they'll find a we'll way." Go on the air. We'll talk about how pissed Squeak off everybody out. is. And they they's messing around, but nope. Oof. Again, let me read this again to you. Mm-hmm. Si.com. 
non-conference games against Purdue and at Kentucky should be easy. Who's next? Oof. Brian, you're on with the dogs. Hey, Brian. What's up, Vanetti, DJ? What's going on, boys? Oh, no, you know, just talking. Oh, same old, same old. I told you all y'all like that Frog League Studio stuff. Hey, here's what I'm calling about. Mm. Uh, everybody talking about Dabo, whoever, or Marcus, whoever, whatever, last year. That's why the Heisman Trophy is a regular season award. It ain't for the bowls. It ain't for the playoffs. It's a regular season award. I'm BBN through and through, guys. And freaking Jackson just took everybody apart last year. Yeah, they had a last three games bad, but before that, no. It was his all year, and if he has any, if he, if he, like you said, Tony, if he steps up like he did from freshman to sophomore to sophomore to junior, mm-hmm. he'll be the first uh, in a long, long time to win two Heisman's. Oh, and, it, it's going to be tough, though, Brian. I mean, it's I, I would think, man, if Louisville doesn't win the title or make the playoff, he's going to have to have numbers more spectacular. Than last year, he can have similar numbers or even slightly down as long as no one else tears it up and Louisville makes the playoff. But both of those scenarios aren't the most likely. It can be done, but his back is kind of against the wall on that one. Did you see that video of Ashley Judd where she FaceTimed and she went? She was in the the airport. Yeah, and she looks uh, BSC. What's that? Uh, bat poop crazy. She is because she is talking about the experience she went through the. TS, uh, what are they? What TSA. TSA guys. Because they called her sweetie. Now, no, right. Now, normally I'm like, oh, man, they felt up the wrong girl. Because they do it all the time. I watch, I watch my wife go through it all the time. It's like, really? Seriously? She's got nothing in her bra. Relax. Hey, Just, hey, bring the cold water didn't, over. Didn't she, cold water. Didn't she just go through that the thing? The Arms up. I mean, really? Well, Bill didn't have his chance. So she says, the guy says, sweetheart, which, by the way, I mean, that's not down south. That's just a, hey, sweetheart. Anyone that's ever walked into a deli in the south. That's right. Is known as sweetie or sweetheart. And there's plenty of women that say sweetie to guys as they come in through the door. Hey, sweetie, what you need? What are you saying? I need a pound of roast beef. All right. You're saying I'm sweet? Hold on. So she says, first he says sweetie to me, and I said... I'm not your sweetie. I'm your client. So then she goes on and says, she goes to the end of the aisle and she has to take her, sh- her shoes are off, or whatever. And she go and he goes, whatever. They're talking and then he goes and then she pauses and she goes, and then he touched me. All dramatic. He also said that he liked her dress. And he goes and then she said, right? She said he said I like your dress. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Really? This is what happens when you become so self-important so, right. and you don't have a career anymore. Right. Well, she's got that uh, emotional dog. Therapy dog. Therapy dog. Right. Really? And then that video at those protests <laughs> when she was talking reading that, oh, that poem. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my word. Nasty. Nasty. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> so then she says... You know, I don't want to cause trouble. And I just, I don't want to be one of the, you know, I'm going to say that. So I just, I have some time. So I went and got the manager. Mm-hmm. Don't have oh, any scripts to read or gosh. anything. You, know, you went and got the manager. Really? 
Do you know oh. who I am? Oh, my gosh. Do you know what he said to me? Mm. He was being nice. So she just tweeted out, so I posted an incubus. No. Innocuous. More like a succubus. Incubus. I thought I was thinking of band. The yeah. band Incubus. What are they saying, Incubus? What's their hit? Wish you were here. Wish you were here. So I just posted an innocuous picture with the caption, Summer and someone posted, Too bad this isn't a picture of your death. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a bit harsh. That's a little harsh. Just a tad. But that's Twitter, dude. I know it is. I get those too. No, if you're going to do I something ridiculous and lame like she did, you're going to uh, hear that. Oh. I mean, I just, just it's like, <laughs> and then Leland made up a story on his show that he was at the gym, and the girl said that she liked his sweater because it brought out his eyes. I'm not buying that story for a second. Oh man, and she's getting killed too. Even the answers, like the first person says, "But sweetheart, you never stated a male posted the response, so how could it be sexism?" Oh. Wow, that con- was assumed, I guess. <laughs> then the next person's like, "Wow, condescend much." Sweetheart. <laughs> Hashtag, oh yes. Oh, my gosh. And then what else? What does always somebody say? Haters gonna hate. Mm-hmm. Oy, oy, oy. All right. Give us a call, 571-7900. It's the afternoon underdogs. Got awesome weather this weekend, so you mm-hmm. need to head to Sellersburg. Drive up I-65, get off exit 7, take your right, then a left. When it bears right, big white building on your left Charcoal is and more. actually a lumber business, but Hal Wagner's passion, besides wood, is charcoal, which is also wood. And he has the good stuff at Charcoal and more. It makes all the difference in the world. For years, I did the briquettes, and I have the Weber grill. And it gets ashy, and it gets ashy real quick, and it's a pain to constantly clean. I never realized there were tons of fillers. That's not wood, for the most part, that you're cooking on if you're using briquettes. For just a little more money, you'll get the good lump charcoal out of Montana or different places. The bags and hell will tell you exactly where they came from. And you actually, at the end, save money because there's very little ash, very little residue, and you can relight it after you close it off from the last time that you grilled. The really good charcoal makes all the difference in the world. Then if you want to up your game like I have, I'm still getting better at it, but it's fun trying to be a good smoker. And Hal will help you with the knowledge, what to do with the chicken. Brine is key there. How to prepare the ribs. He'll happily show you it all and hook you up with the right equipment, sauces, and rubs. All right there in Sellersburg. Carve an hour or two out of your day and go up and see Hal. Charcoal and more. Dot com. A lot of good recipes there, too. All right. DFH Heating and Cooling, 968-6222. Please give them a call if you need a new system. They'll sell you a train. A train, they'll have one that fits your home, no matter what size it is. But if you just need it worked on, their te- technicians are trained to work on any system. All right? So call DFH Heating and Cooling, 968-6222. DFH Heating and Cooling, the Hick of Vine, since 1930. And when we come back, I kid you not, the Squatch Hunters have grainy video claiming that they saw a North, a South Carolina Yeti or Bigfoot. And believe it or not, officials, South Carolina police, have put out a public safety warning. I'll tell what? you what they said. Cool. A legitimate public safety warning about Bigfoot in South Carolina. No, stop it. So if you're, I'm not kidding. It's right here. Legit- here on 790KRD. Why you car wash? Why you snapping? The Spinners, Rubber Band. Oh, Rubber Rubber Band Band Man! Man. No, this was in the movie Car Wash. No stripes. 
Oh, yes, it was. That's right. I went, when I lived in Detroit, I went to school with a girl that was the daughter of one of the spinners. Wow. I'm not sure which spinner. This is Keep it on. This is the song they were playing when they went into the strip club. Okay, and then when Bill Murray says, this could be interesting. And the next thing you know, John Candy, which is... Uh, oh, do his, it! His, I'll do it! And he wrestles the two girls in the uh, oil uh, pit. Or mud. Those women were mean, too. They were, yeah. <laughs> they were hot, though. But that is clearly Main Street right there, because that's all that was, was girly places right there. Next to the convention center. But people go, well, how come convention centers came if you had girly clubs everywhere? <laughs> and you go, that's why the convention places came. And then they tried to take the girly places out, and they stopped having as many conventions. That's exactly right, yes. Because now it's a more diverse workplace. What kind of relationship is that, Tony? Conventions and hookers? Symbiotic. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's the uh, symbiotic cord. What are you pointing at? The cord, the symbiotic cord. Oh, gotcha. Oh, that's right. And women kind of keep it, and then they smash it in a book and save it. <laughs> There's valuable um, stem cells in there. Nutrients. Umbilical cord. Right. They, they asked Jackie and I 10, oh, no, now 14 years ago, each time we had our child, they kept saying, look, do Both you want us to harvest your stem cells, the child's stem cells. Even 14 years ago, they were and doing we were that? Like, and we were like, and they were like, I was like, well, how much is that? And they were like, thousand bucks. And 14 years ago, and you know nothing about stem cells, because they're like, look, this is really rich stuff that and eventually they're going to be able, it could save their lives. You, you, could, you could get a condition. You could turn into a, a, a prick. So you. And then they could give you stem cells. No, no. And dial you back. I already did that. Hmm. Did you save the placenta and eat it? Oh, hell no. Oh. Come on, dude. Hell to the no. We, we are not British. Uh, is that big there? I think so. So, but I look back on it now, seriously could save you to one of my children's life because those things, those stem cells, and they freeze them for you for however long you need. How much per month? Well, I don't know. They just freeze you know them. You know, there's a thousand bucks. Yeah. Base fee. Put them in the freezer. The stem cells are the... That's... You had some weird tasting ice cubes, guys. <laughs> well, thanks. Could have saved my child's life. Enjoy. Have a dinner party and don't tell people that's in it. Enjoy that margarita. That's right. So believe it or not, because Bigfoot has been spotted by Bigfoot trackers, South Carolina police are issuing a public safety warning because you're going to get people out there with cameras, but you're also going to get what? Bears. People flooding in the woods that want to bag it. Wait a minute. What now? Start over. We're in North Carolina. We're in South Carolina now. South Carolina. Because it's been making the rounds, the video of the guys. They have a Squatch Hunter show. No. A little grainy video. Bobo. I was, I was 40 feet away from it. And he looked Bobo at me. was one of them that always yeah. wears a little winter hat. Like Bobo. five to ten seconds, we stared each other down. Bobo, go stand where it was. Is that what it looked like? And then he said, go cats. I kid you not. Bigfoot looked at me and said, go Cats. Well, most and Kentucky they ran fans, down to here. Most Kentucky fans will tell you, if there's a Sasquatch, he's probably a UK fan. Don't doubt it. So here is the warning. It's not what you think. It is not be safe because Bigfoot could be in the woods. Mm-hmm. If you see Bigfoot, please do not shoot at him or her. You'll most likely be wounding a fun-loving and well-intentioned person sweating in a gorilla costume. Oh. That is the public safety warning. Yeah. Don't be fooled into shooting Bigfoot because it's probably Bob. Are people, uh, is that your first uh, thought is to, I'm going to take my rifle out and shoot it? Somebody's going to. You're not going to bring him in to interrogate him. There is no Sasquatch. I know this. 
the tens and hundreds of thousands of stop-motion cameras hidden in woods all over the world. Somehow I've never caught one mm-hmm. that happened to walk in front of one of those. Mm-hmm. At my The best line and really evidence for me, besides that there's no fossils, like we've never, I know that a T-Rex existed 70 million years ago. That some dopey one has never walked into that's town. A, that's the best line. You were like, there's never been a dumb Sasquatch that just wandered into town. Moose do it all the time. What's up? Where's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy? I haven't seen him since last night, Dad. Jimmy. Jimmy's in there going, what's that wonderful smell? <laughs> was it Colorado a couple weeks ago? There was a bear that fell asleep on the front porch of a house. They couldn't get into their house because there's a bear sleeping there. Right. Bears do that kind of stuff. There's a Moose story, do it, I think, somewhere. But no squatch. Yep. Uh, yeah, bears are, again, they're, they're coming out of the woods and they're, they're invading into areas because we're, we're invading their areas. Well, they're they also saying in Colorado that the bears were coming down. We went to a place in, oh, I forget, Min, Mintour or something like that outside of Vail. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, the, the, I mean, the town is literally at the base of the mountains. So we're at this outdoor restaurant eating pizza, and the owner said literally 20 minutes before you got here. Literally. Literally, the bear was standing, and this is early afternoon, mm-hmm. was at the side door because he had a cooler full of meat no. that he unloaded from his car. Yeah. 20 minutes before we got there, 10 feet from where we're sitting, right. a bear was just hanging out. Yes. And if you don't give him this pizza, you might be the pizza. Exactly. But, but, they, but they said the berries that are supposed to grow were a couple weeks behind. So the bears were coming closer to town to try to scavenge. I had buddies that used to do these stupid trips up to Alaska, and they would fly to Alaska. Then they would get in that little town. They would take a bus to this little town, and then they had to pack what they needed for 10 days because this. then this little uh, lake plane that lands on the lake yeah. would fly another 45 minutes away from the last phone. That's what Denny's going to do here yes. in a week. Okay, he does that. Fishing, yeah. So the plane, so the phone is at the airport, and this is in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. Then you fly another 45 minutes to this glacier, and you they drop you off. See, in 10 days, there's yep. no phone, there's no phones, there's no uh, walkie-talkies. If you break your leg the first day, you're there for nine more days. Now, Denny kind of has a resort camp with a professional chef. Right, but these guys middle get of nowhere, dropped but, off, right. and I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, you have to. They don't take you unless you're properly armed. Like, they say, what do you got? Because you have to have two guns on you the entire time. Like you have, to, and they would. My buddy, I got a, two guns on me at all times. Actually, so he would have a three fifty seven mm. in his waist, in his waist, and a shotgun. And they and the, they said, "Look, you got to get rid of the salmon that you catch or whatever you catch every single day because there's nothing you can put the fish in." That the bears can't smell. Right. You can put it in there, Yeti uh, thing, tape it up, they're still going to smell it. Even a Yeti would find mm-hmm. it. So, And they had one encounter where the bear just kind of came down. And he said, dude, it looked like the head, the head of this bear was as big as a, a Volkswagen. Oh, the grizzly. It's you saw huge. the video of that 72-year-old guy who's like on a trail in Alaska. Right. And he turns around, and there is a mama bear, grizzly, mm. and two cubs oh. walking right down the path oh, with him. Oh, oh. So he's walking backwards, <sighs> breathing heavy. It's like, come on. And he turns a little bit, and they follow him some more. It's like, really? Seriously? Come on. <sighs> Trying not to. Uh, he's trying, what, what do I do? Play dead? Da, da, da. They're just heading down to the water also. Right. They weren't. Uh, they didn't sense he was a threat to the Cubs. Right. They were just following him down the path to the water. But it's all over YouTube. If just you like see old that. people don't even need like another reassurance. They're not a threat to anybody. Girls, right. I'm old. Oh, this is funny. They're okay. The two guys don't even find me. Two guys in California hiking. 
And they have a mountain lion encounter. We mm-hmm. were talking to people in Colorado because we hiked all over the place. One of the guys in one of the shops said, if you've been hiking two, three miles out here, you had a mountain lion watching you. He's like, they just don't care about people. Right. Once in a while, a crazy one will attack a child, but mm-hmm. almost never in Colorado. Uh, California, a couple people were killed a few years ago. But anyway, so these guys are hiking, and they see this quick little flash, and it was a mountain lion. And they kept walking. They're nervous now. And then they look up. They kind of sensed a, a, a rustle. And the mountain lion was on a rocky outcrop overlooking them, which is what they do. Damn. They'll pounce on the back of your neck from mm-hmm. above you. You typically won't see them coming. Time out. So your thought at this point is, can I outrun the other guy? Right. Well, these two guys, they're nervous now. And they're continuing to walk. And the lion continues to kind of follow them. They try to change up their look. So anyway. The lion is following them. The lion is kind of watching them longer than it should have. And making its presence known, which is unusual. So there's something wrong with this lion. But the lion weighs about 110 pounds. These guys each weigh well more than the lion. That's why lions typically don't attack attack young men. What did they do before they made it out safely? They got their cell phones out. And took a selfie. No. Recorded their last wishes to their families. No way. Yes, they did. Because they thought this thing is going to attack them. I have never heard a story where a 110-pound lion... Kills and eats two grown men. You never know. But their thought was, well, this could be it for us. (laughs) The lion won't stop following us. (laughs) Come on, grow up. It's easy for you to say, though. Yeah, Dave. There's two of you. (laughs) Come on. Oh, Dave rescues snow leopards on his vacation. That's what I do. (laughs) No, at this point, see, if it's me and Jackie, we call the kids. All right, kids, choose. (laughs) (laughs) We already don't like the fact you're going to pick out our home. If I'm going out, I want you to be mentally scarred the rest of your life. I'm going to roll. We're going we're gonna to periscope this. We're going to periscope. You choose which one goes. Right. The other one's going to run. The other one's going to attack and get eaten. <laughs> Thinking about winging your mom just okay. to make sure I'm faster. All <laughs> right, then. Okay. I just can't imagine any of us would have thought to pull out the phone and record your last will and testament. Uh, yeah, that's a, little, that's a little much. A little wussy-like. All right. What we have to do... I won't lie to you. I was looking around while we're hiking. Anytime there was a rocky outcrop, I'd look up When we come back, we're going to do the Papa John's ingredient of the day. We have another break to get to, right? Right. Okay. Uh, But first, Bargain Supply, East Jefferson Street. I was shopping in there the other day. They don't just have appliances, which they've got almost a city block of appliances and guys that know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, these guys aren't wearing aprons, and they're just working in this section of the appliance store for just this week. This is Bargain Supply. This is what they do. Now, they got it all. I mean, they've got, we went shopping for some presents in there the other day. So we got, I got some, um, some boots. For my sister, because she decided to own some chickens. She has about 16 or 17 chickens, and her chicken coop has gotten huge. So I got her some ch- the boots with the little tiny chickens on them. And then I got her the, the slickers, the yellow slicker outfit. In case it's raining, she can go out and feed the chickens. So that's what I got her from Bargain Supply. This is thoughtful. Thank you. So not just appliances and tools, but you have that kind of stuff, Who has too. the chickens? My sister, she has a, the one that sold the company. Yeah, she's got sixteen or seventeen chickens. So we got plenty of money. Let's raise chickens. 
Yeah, because chicken, she got these fresh eggs. Every time we go over there, she leaves us with a bag of eggs. Now, some people don't like the real fresh ones because you're, you're used to the grocery store eggs. Yes, the stale eggs. The farm eggs. fresh ones are yes. different. Yes, they are. They're, they're richer. They're yeah, thicker. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. If you hold it up to the light, if there's air, space of air in it, yeah. they're probably about a month old. Oh, wow. There should be no air in your, in your egg. Gotcha. So... Bargain Supply, East Jefferson Street. We're learning a lot today that we are. on this show. Thank you so much. Yes, and uh, go on by. Check out the appliances, the tools, and other stuff. Back after this on... All right, man, we are back. It's Hal going to call. We're going to talk a little barbecue. Yeah, we're trying to hook up our time. Right. Hal from Charcoal and More will have another recipe well, for us today and then post it online we good, we good. at charcoalandmore.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you see the comments of the UCLA quarterback? No. Josh Rosen, he's not worrying he's about... He's on some watch list. Yeah, he's not worried about getting paid to play college football, but he's kind of whining about how hard it is to be a student athlete. Oh, Here he goes. Look, football and school don't go together. They just don't. <laughs> Trying to do both is like trying to do two full-time jobs. <laughs> there are guys who have like no business being at school at all, but they're here, because this is the path of the NFL. There's no other way. Then there's the other side that says, raise SAT eligibility. Okay, raise that at Alabama and see what kind of team they have. <laughs> you lose athletes, and then the product oh, you on the field suffers. West Coast a-hole Don't attacking get me st- the South. Don't get me started. I love school, but it's hard. It's cool because we're learning more applicable stuff in my major, which is economics. <laughs> Not just the prerequisite stuff that's designed to filter out people. But football really... Whoa, what'd he say? Back up. What? Not just the prerequisite stuff that is designed to filter out people. (laughs) But football really dents my ability to take some classes that I need. There are a bunch of classes that are only offered like one time. Okay. Hey, Josh, you are gifted enough athletically and intellectually to get a free ride to UCLA and get a degree in economics. You're also doing something that tens and hundreds of thousands of student-athletes before you have done. Mm -hmm. Managed to go to school and play football at a high level. Yep. Quit whining. Yeah. Here's the thing. And and this is where Louisville has been so lucky. Because can you tell me when Teddy Bridgewater, Jeff Brom, Brian Brom, Chris Redman, Dave Ragone, Lamar Jackson... Uh, Stefan LaForce, that you ever heard any, at, did, at any given moment, did any of them ever say the wrong thing? No. Ever. Lamar was going, Never. Lamar was going through Heisman hype, the tour, all, yes. the, all the car washes. <laughs> yeah. Did he ever say, uh, I just can't get to class? Classes are too hard. I wanted to take a different major, but. I take too hard classes, other people don't. No. We have been so lucky to have some of the great character guys at quarterback. So now we have guys that have to get paid to play college and guys now that say, we're doing two full-time jobs. It's just too hard. Wham. All right. Hal Wagner. Hal does two jobs. He has a championship barbecue outfit and lumber business. Oh, lumber. Hey, Hal. Hey, how are you guys? What's up, man? We're doing awesome. Hey, great show today. It's been fun listening. It's... uh... Very entertaining. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, it's August, and we're still waiting for football to start, so sometimes we get off on a little tangent. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's, that's always fun, to, to take things, expand them, and, you know, what if, and all those things to do, you know? So yeah. last, last couple of weeks since we've talked, have you had any competitions? 
Uh, no, we're, we're, uh, we have not. We're, uh, we're practicing a lot here. And, uh, I think we've got a few little tweaks. We've made changes in the recipes. So we're, uh, we're ready for Madison on the 19th. I guess they call it the River Fest. You guys ever heard of that? No, not until right now. Uh, they, 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 yeah, they've got, uh, some big headliner bands coming. Uh, it's a, it's a big deal. And it's held right down there, uh, right on the, uh, on the river. And, uh, I think there'll be about 60 professional teams and about 40 backyard teams, and uh, it'll be a good time, and we'll listen to some great music on Friday and Saturday nights. So again, uh, big headliner names. People would recognize the names of the, of the, uh, of the groups are playing, so it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun, and it's 40 miles away. What the heck? Now, you probably haven't prepared your rib recipe to share with us today, but what, what do you have? Mm. Well, you know what? I was trying to think of a, uh, something we could do uh, again uh, since it's August, and it'd be light and easy and, and, and pretty quick to do. So uh, one of the things, uh, again, what I'm kind of doing on this is, make, is sharing some of my favorite recipes. Okay. So it, 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 we call it a bacon and shrimp wrap. So it actually is in a in a tortilla shell. Cool. But uh, what we do is we combine uh, some butcher's uh, grilling butter uh-huh. and some beef sweet rub and some uh, Craig's barbecue sauce in a bowl, and then we slowly mix the shrimp in. And again, the shrimp is you know you can be little shrimp or big shrimp; it doesn't really matter. Uh-huh. Then we throw that mixture in a uh, in a little uh, like a, a tin half pan uh-huh. or aluminum half pan, okay. I should say. Yep, yep. And we put them on the smoker at about 250 degrees for about 15 minutes. We stir them up, and then they should be done, if it's an average size shrimp, uh, maybe 25 to 30, 30 minutes, and the, and the shrimp's all done. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, that sounds then delicious. We then we, we got a couple of choices in our bacon. We could fry it. Uh, you can bake your bacon. I don't know if you guys have ever done that. Yep. That's an interesting way to cook bacon. Or again, you can put the bacon on the smoker and you can smoke the bacon. So again, that's kind of up to you or what you want to do. So either way, you know, bacon works fried, baked, or smoked. Doesn't matter. It's, it's all good, you know. Bacon is always so, the answer. Oh, bacon is the that? answer. Shrimp is also. I love cooking up the shrimp, and and again, you you if you're gonna, there are several different ways you can do that. But I like the smoking idea. I've never done that before. I've always either put them on a barbie and kind of and uh, kind of. Now let's say how the people don't have the smoker the that, that like that we have that you hook me up with. They can certainly get one at charcoal and more. But if they just have like the Weber grill, how are you doing this? Well, what I would do is I think I'd build the uh, the charcoal fire on half of the grill, mm-hmm. and then I would cook my shrimp on the other half. Okay. So it's indirect, so to speak, uh, but we're not trying to we're not trying to grill these shrimp. We're trying to more bake them. And again, if 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 it's indirect, you probably get a little more smoke flavor on them if you're using a good charcoal. Good and you have the good charcoal. Tell me again how important it is to have the good stuff. Oh, it's it's really important. It's it's like it's it's what you start with. It's it's the fuel. It's it's like a chain of uh, chain of custody. If if you don't start out with good fuel at the end, uh, you're not going to have a good product. And it's critical, uh, I think, to uh, use a, a fuel that you you know what the food's going to taste like. As I told you before, when I cook competition barbecue, I need to know what that food is going to taste like before I start prepping it. And uh, if you use a good high quality charcoal. You're going to get that same taste, and if you want to sweeten it up a little bit, you have the option of doing that. Uh, if you want to make it uh, uh, a little more smoke, you can use a different uh, wood to add to it. But you're in control rather than letting the brand uh, K or other brand uh, in charge of what the flavor, what your food's going to taste like. And it'll change every time because there's a variety of ways to make charcoal, 
and a variety of woods to make it out of, and it's all going to taste just a little bit different. Uh, the main thing is to use a high-quality uh, domestic charcoal uh, made here in the States that we know is good for you, and uh, because there's some trees around the world, we really don't want to be ingesting. It's not real good for you. We talked about walnut before, but that's the only one here in the States that does that. Okay, is there a day this week, let's say, that you're practicing there at Charcoal and More, and somebody might come in to look at smokers and get some rubs and sauces and be able to sample something. Is that possible? Uh, yeah, the timing. It's all about timing. Yes, <laughs> it is. Uh, actually, we did, what did we do on Friday? I think we did a, well, it really wasn't a practice, but we had these these we, beef ribs that were off the charts. And, yeah, we had a few people come by, and a few people got a few samples just because that's what we do. You know, we're trying to share what we learn and 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 uh, get people excited about about getting behind the grill and and making great food. Tell us how to get there, Hal. Hey, head north on sixty five. Take exit seven. That's uh, the Sellersburg exit. Hang a left. Go up thirty one. Keep to the right. And we're up there on the left, uh, across the railroad tracks. You, you you can't miss us. A little hard to find, but we're on Google Maps. Uh, we're uh, also at charcoalandmore dot com. And don't forget, we got the boot camp coming up here on the 26th, 27th mm-hmm. with Chris Marks, nine-time world champion. I think we've got about three or four spots left is all. So if somebody's interested in that, have them call us or get on the get on the website and let us know, and we'll put your name on the list. It's not very expensive, and you'll bring a rack of ribs home, and you'll learn how to do the ribs like the world champions do it. And it's not that hard. No, it isn't, and, and you make some new friends, and, and it's a good time. Uh, you know, it's a hundred percent guarantee. If you don't have a good time, your money's uh, cheerfully re- refunded, and we have yet to refund anybody their money because everyone's been real happy with the class. Thanks, Hal. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you, guys. All you right, keep it. it going. All right, man. We will. Charcoalandmore.com. dot com. All right, we'll and take- I did. I did one of the classes last year. It is a lot of fun, and. My ribs, though, didn't taste quite like Hal's. It's, I'm getting there, though. It is. I recommend it because once you learn that skill, you have it the rest of the, your life. You eat well off the grill the rest of your life once you learn that skill. It is awesome. So, again, what's the story? If you give a man a fish, he will eat for a day. Have bad breath. No, he'll eat for a day. And then have bad but breath. teach a man to fish. He will eat his whole life. That is correct. It's true. Seven, you don't want to have to keep giving people fish. Seven ninety KRD. AirServe proudly presents the afternoon underdogs on Cards Radio seven ninety KRD. Now here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. All right, we are back for the last half hour of the show. Thanks for joining us this afternoon on a gorgeous Ah. Wednesday, 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 Wednesday show. Sunday. All right, man. 571-7900 is the phone number if you want to get a hold of us. True freshman Dorian Etheridge is leading a pack of 9 to 10 freshmen that could either start or get a lot of playing time on this UofL team, according to some people that cover the team. The half-full, half-empty approach. Some people would say, ooh, ooh. Ooh, nine true freshmen have to play. That can't be good. Their bodies aren't ready, but they have so many losses that they just have to rush these guys into action. Or, the way I would look at it is, okay, they've been recruiting well for a while, starting with Charlie. These guys are good enough to beat out upperclassmen and get significant minutes. That's the way... I see this. Yep, uh, he leads the pack at 6'3", 230-pound linebacker from West Virginia. He is stealing reps with the ones. Matter of fact, I saw was that Rocco sent out a, uh, a email that said he led the scrimmage and tackles Jody Demling. And productivity. 
Not Whoa. just tackles, but productivity. Looking good, too. Now, is that inside-outside linebacker? Where is he at? Uh, he's with Stacy inside. Inside, okay. it was It's London I, Kapoka, if or... I'm sorry? That's <laughs> it's London or uh, or Dorian. I mean, those are the two guys well, that would be opposite of yeah. uh, of Stacy. You know, I still think in, when it comes to it at the end, it'll probably be London because of the experiences. Sure. Do you want to throw a fresh? I mean, if I don't know, I think he'll play a ton. You're just heavy up front on the schedule. Well, and I think he'll play a ton, but do you want to throw him in right away, and or maybe they do against Purdue. Maybe they throw him in knowing that the next week you're on the road at Carolina, and he might be that guy. I, you know, they they like the, this freshman class, and I'm talking about the true freshman. I think eight guys will play. What kind and not of, out of necessity because they're no, that good. No, because they're that good. I mean, they're battling and and they are that they are that good. Now, one of those guys, uh, I would have maybe said nine, but Colin Wilson, the uh, the the running back who was number two running back in the state of Florida last year, has a broken bone in his hand. had a, had a surgery to put a little plate in it yesterday, and will miss. He'd probably be back sometime next week, so they don't miss a lot of time with that. Put a cast on and all that, but he won't. Obviously, I don't think he'll get in the lineup this year now. What, was I listening to you the other day that said that across the board, the height or weight of the offensive line could average 6'6", 330 pounds? Yeah, and when you throw Mekhi Becton, who's six, they say 6'8", but he looks bigger than that to me. He's 6'8 and a half and 340 pounds. Massive. And just 20-something percent body fat, which for one a guy that big is pretty darn good. No, are you kidding? I mean... Dwight's got 77%. <laughs> No comment. His his metabolic age, by the way, was sixty four years old. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, that can't be good. <laughs> I said what? Wow. We'll who who sh- did this? He's got a place that's uh, I think it's called I forget what the title of the place is, but they they do your metabolic age. Oh. It was sixty four. He had seventy seven pounds of fat. No, yes. no, yes. and he doesn't look bad. Like you look at him, you're like, "Where are you?" Where's we probably all would have more than we. <laughs> I don't want to do that, right? That's exactly right. Uh, but, but no, Mackay Becton. When you when you look at Mackay Becton, I mean, obviously he'll be the first guy off the bus all year for the until he's until he leaves here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I but that that skews that number and puts it up there. But but right now, what they have, and I don't have the heights and weights in front of me, but Mackay Becton. Is a tackle with Lucas McNeil next to him at the guard spot. Robbie Bell, the redshirt freshman, is at center, and on the other side you have Jaron Christian and Kenny Thomas, and those are that's that's some big dudes. Christian will be a third year starter, academic All American. He's got it all. McNeil will be a third year starter. Oh my gosh! Um, you Wait, three year academic All American. He's managing to do classes and play football. I know, according to UCLA, guy, Josh Rosen is too exactly hard. Right. It's like two full time jobs. Exactly so yeah, it's right. a, I, I think the line's going to be better, and and. You know, Coach Petrino made a point I asked today about uh, did you, you know, what do you, where's the, the center position right now? And uh, Nathan Scheller, who's the, the former walk on from St. X, is battling with Robbie Bell. But Christian, Jaron Christian, uh, Jaron Christian, whatever, in, uh, and Cole Bentley, the true freshman, have taken snaps also. Yeah, I heard that. Um, so I, I think it'll be Robbie Bell, and, and I think Robbie Bell will be a very good four year center. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Mario, where. He came in, moved positions, Mario Benavidez, and, and 
everybody thought, oh, yeah, I mean, he, he might, but he just kept winning that job. You yeah, because he was and, nasty. He's got that little nasty yeah. to him. Yeah. And so, and Robbie Bell's a kid from Georgia who is pretty, you know, is pretty physical, pretty nasty, and I think I think he'll be a good one. Now, a caller brought this up, and I've noticed the same thing. And, and Bobby's demeanor, he seems really, and this is just looking at him in the little bit of time that we get to see him, but he seems quietly confident, almost borderline giddy for him about this team. Is that a pretty good... Paul Rogers and I left today talking, and Paul said, you know, in his interaction, and Paul had been on vacation, but in his interaction that he had the last couple of days, he's like, he's... And I was like, yeah, he's pretty giddy, you know. On Saturday, I was I mean, sitting, giddy for Bobby isn't giddy for me. No, and I was but, sitting at the kind of at the right. end... <laughs> I was sitting kind of at the end the other day, and he had to walk by me coming... And I didn't see that he was coming behind me. And this is how, you know, he's in a good mood. He walking to... The podium as the uh, for the for the uh, uh, media day press conference. Right, yeah. He just kind of slaps, and I was just like, "Who?" And I was like, "Oh, it was the coach." Okay, never mind. You know, I was like, you can go ahead and slap me, but it was just kind of like he's in one of those moods that you just think he's sitting on a really. It reminds me of the year the staff with Charlie when they had the uh, the, the year of the of the of the Sugar Bowl. Right, that's mm-hmm. where they were. They knew they were sitting on. A keg, yep. and it and it was about to explode, and at yep. some point or another, yep. you know, they just had to kind of rein it all in. And I, you know, I get the fu- I get the point that to to some people's point, I I think they're, I think Lamar is is ticked off, and I think he's really really concentrating and working hard, and I and I think the coaches keep feeding it that. Uh, nobody has you in the top five. Nobody has you. Oh, yeah, it's perfect storm of criticism. Yeah. So, okay, if he does, well, look, 51 touchdowns, it's hard to improve on that. But there, if you watch the tape, there is a lot for him to improve on, to tell you the truth. What is the one thing that you want Lamar, like you, Jody Demling, want to see from Lamar Jackson improve this year from last year? Uh, to me, I think it could be the biggest improvement for him. And from and, I, and I, going back, and I've listened to a lot of our games on the on the radio just to try to learn and see to do better myself. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have counted how many times Alex or I at some point in a game said he missed that short throw. Yeah, oh yes. Oh, I know. Remember That's, remember the game? Yeah. Remember the yes. Clemson game? Yeah, yes. The Clemson game in the second quarter when they had to go settle for one of the field goals. Wide open. Keith Tobridge is, is wide, wide open, open out in the flat to yes. the right. It's a 30-yard gain. And he threw it to the stadium to, to the yep. top of the stadium instead. Yeah. Yep. And, and to me, that's the biggest thing. And it's not about his arm strength or that he can't throw it or whatever. It's just about the flick. It's just about a little touch. Not just that, though, but making the right read on the read option. Because there were times where the defense knew and we knew he was calling his own number almost every single play. Yeah, but I think that off. was – I think to me that's that, – to me that I don't – that was out of necessity in some form or fashion because up front they weren't. He knew yes. what was going to happen if he yes. handed. You know what I mean? Okay, yes, but there, what Dave is talking about is when look, the read option means you're reading the defense. There is no one to the left, and a and a and a, uh, and a defensive end and a, and a safety waiting for you on the right. He keeps it and gets stuffed by the two kids. And Brandon Ratcliffe is, is running naked yeah. through a gigantic hole. Right. And that's the ones where he needs to. But yeah. to Lamar Jackson's, not to his fault, but to his like, hey, I'm making a play right now. Right. I'm going to keep this, and I'm going to do a Lamar Jackson thing, yeah. which how do you fault it because there's a lot of times well, you have what he did. four dozen touchdowns plus and it, All right. it worked a lot. I, I, uh, I, you know, we talked last week and I was in here, 51 touchdowns total last year is what it was. Yep. It, last week it was 28 and a half in Las Vegas and 
I had somebody, I have a friend that was out there at Westgate where you can bet that out there, and supposedly it's like now 32. I was like, yeah, 28 and a half was just too it's, low. It's I mean, free money. I mean, it really was. It's free money. Because think about it. What did it. you bet? I can't imagine Kent State. No, you can't imagine Kent State and um, Murray State, he's going to put up good numbers. Either running or passing. I mean, you're, those, that's, that's both. And you know against Wake Forest now that he thinks right. that Dave Clawson's the guy. I mean, I don't care what Wake Forest says. Lamar Jackson thinks it was Dave Clawson, so he might have a hundred against them. What did you, was it tuition you used the $10,000 you won for the Lamar Jackson Heisman? <laughs> I didn't win, dude, I didn't win that much money. <laughs> well, after taxes, I guess now, right? <laughs> Tuition, but though, I right? will say this: you can't get him at hundred to one this year. I guarantee. That. Where is he? Uh, uh, I think it was one? twelve to one okay. yesterday when I saw the updated odds, um, it's, which is actually higher than what it was about three months ago. It now the defensive coordinator, the new defensive coordinator. I, I can't remember. Peter Sermon. Peter Sermon. He um, he's got. I don't care how little talent that Purdue has and what we're hearing. First of all, that scares me. When that is the that's the message coming out of, of West. Yeah, Lafayette. don't worry about Purdue. Oh no, they're, t- they're he's they two years away talent. from having the horses. Right. That is always something I hate right. to hear. I'd rather hear the opposite. Right. Actually, you walked in with some talent, and the, he's still. Jeff's got – he's into like a savant Bobby-esque way of calling plays. Well, and he has be so ready many, for that. He has so many trick plays. And, I mean, the people at Western will tell you, I mean, non-guys that went with him got – I mean, it's the only people that I've ever seen. They actually literally practice every one of their trick plays every day. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they had 40 of them. I mean, yeah. he's going to come out and do a lot of trick plays. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And I think Louisville knows that. It's just a matter of picking Who's got the right advantage? Ones. Not, but uh, throw throw talent out. Can't do that. I was going to say, Lamar Jackson has the the team with Lamar Jackson on it. But who knows who? I'm not talking about coaching ability. Who knows who better? No, they know each other so well. They really do. I mean, they sat in the same room for how many years? For years, you know, for years together. You know, and it's and it's kind of funny a little bit because you have. Three on Purdue side because Greg was in those meetings and Greg was the ops guy, but he was in the meetings yes. all those yeah, times. Yeah, you know, and Brian was the quarterback in those meetings yeah, yeah. all the time. But then you have on this side, you have Bobby. You know, and and as far as uh, as far as on Bobby's side, you know, I mean, Colby was in those meetings, the same as all those guys. You know yes. what I mean? So they're all kind of it, it's it's weird. It's kind of well, crazy. you know, and that's a special relationship. Here's what I'll say. When Bobby left uh, Arkansas, it was not, you know, obviously he was there to rebuild what was going on. He was rebuild the Petrino Empire. The Brahms ran as fast as he can when they called. They said, absolutely, I'll coach with Bobby today with Coach well, Petrino. And I wonder when you, when you look at this, and I never thought of it. Remember that year when Bobby was at Western? Yes. You know, and we had him on. We had him to talk about this yeah, and yeah, the people yeah. that were on there. When you look at that game on September 2nd, I'll have to go back. I'll have to figure it out. But both coaching staffs... Combined, how many? Uh, it's double digits easily. The guys that were at Western Kentucky that year, right? I mean, it's crazy it to is. think about yes. that one. You know, they were all together. Yes, and now they're going to be playing each other. We'll talk I about. Know, I but I, I will say this, and I, not to take anything away from Purdue, not to take anything from the Browns or whatever. I do think they're a year, they're two years away. I just don't think offensive or up on the front of either line they can do it. And I think it's going to be a cool opener, but just think about this. This time next year, we will be talking about Louisville and Alabama. The opener. Yeah. Minus Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. Or, mm. you know. Now, he said the right things. He's or always ju- said, well. Or Jawan Pass's opener against six, the team. 240-pound Jawan Pass. Against the team he picked Louisville over. You know, so, I mean, I, I, it's. And again, that's I don't want to say it's neat, but I think Louisville, I mean, I think they'll. I wish there was. I wish Purdue was the second game and there was somebody else in there. You know what I mean? That's, that's right. kind of my wish. Talk about how crazy deep Louisville's wide receiver position is because I'm, I'm watching Florida State move a guy from the secondary to wide out to help with depth. Well, Louisville's Dave, got wide outs to burn. Louisville's got three of the best recruits they've ever had at wide receiver, and I don't know that they can get on the field. I mean, that's it's just the way it's just, it is so deep at that position. I mean, that's why they could move Reggie. I mean, Reggie would have been one of their top one, two, three wide receivers this year, but they could move him to running back where they needed some depth because they're so crazy, stupid deep at wide okay, receiver. Last question because you're running out of time here. What? Reggie Bonifon, t- tell me, it's the same story for James Quick, I think. They both have, have had great careers, I thought, up until their senior year, but there's been this little doubt thing, like, well, they didn't live up to the hype, right? And the hype I is mean, it's possible to do that. Bonifon, is he legitimately, you're going to put him back there as a running back? Oh, and I think it's, hand the ball I think it's his spot. Yeah, they're going to hand the ball to him. They're going to throw it to him. They're going to, yeah, he might throw some out of there. He gets you, he gives you a ridiculously, multi-purpose kind of back out yeah. of the back. He did last year, supposedly, also, and it never really materialized. Well, I mean, he was, what is he, second or third on the team in catches, I think. They just didn't, they didn't get him the ball Well, he was a short-route guy. He's not going yeah. deep, so he was, that was not, he only he was had that 180 kind of guy. yards. Uh, I mean, look, you're talking about a guy, and I, I would not compare his career to Quicks. I mean, you're talking about a guy who won at Notre Dame. As the starting yes. quarterback for the University of Yeah, Florida. I know. After his dad died. I mean, the, the, the week after his dad. So you're talking about a guy who's six, I think he has six or six, five or six wins as quarterback. Yes. And he's, I mean, he's been, he's been pretty darn he's an good awesome guy. as far he's an as, awesome guy. as far as his career. I, I just think they finally found a place where they can get him the ball more. You know, I mean, he wasn't going to beat out Lamar. No, no, no. You know, come on. I mean, no, no, I mean, no, no, why no. not move him? And they find a place. He's not going to be. I mean, Jalen Smith is the leading guy on the receiver core, so it's like they're deep in, and they need somebody running back. And he's he's fine. I think at the next, if Reggie Bonifant's going to have a career at the next level, it's going to be at running back. Jody Demley will hear you on eight forty WHAS. Thank you for your time. All right, lots of pasta, lots of pasta. Louisville dot com is the website, Dave. Guess what was for dinner last night? What Yet did you have? another lots of pasta pizza, which oh. we just a cheese pizza, what which it, we just cheese trick up with the fresh jalapenos, right, right, and then we had some arrabbiata sauce from lots of pasta. Put nice. a little extra sauce on the top, so we kind of make it our own, but they made the pizza for us. Oh, I love it. We have two or three a week. Come on, go on by the grocery store, the deli, or the cafe. It's all right there. You can sit outside, inside, and it's a great experience. Go on by Lots of Pasta in the heart of St. Matthews. Lots of Pasta, Louisville.com. Back after the... So UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen, not really whining about not getting paid as a student athlete, but the fact that Look, football and school don't go together. They just don't. Trying to do both is like trying to do full-time jobs. Don't get me started. I love school, but it's hard. So here's a, they, they did away with this, but for a brief moment in time... Not all people in California talk like that. Josh Rosen maybe could have taken a class from Dr. Richard Watson at the University of Georgia, who instituted a stress reduction policy for two of his fall business courses. That's uh, Randy Watson's son, I think. Really? Hmm. Randy Watson! Randy. The policy basically allowed students to choose their own grade 
and opt out of group participation. That's awesome. Why could I not have this professor? The policy read, quote, if the student is unduly stressed by a grade for any accessible material or the overall course, they could email the instructor indicating what grade they think is appropriate, and it will be so changed with no explanation. It also noted that if a student in a group meeting was stressed by your group dynamics, they could leave without explanation and discontinue all further group work with their grade being based on the non-group work. All tests, open book, and open notes. Presentations, he would only allow for positive comments to be made in class. They, they, uh, they scrapped this class. They did scrap it. Yeah, that class is new more. So if all of you snowflakes were thinking, oh, George is the place for me, yeah. nope. That would have been awesome. Find some other school to pick your own grade. Quote, uh, random quote from Sports Illustrated and Steve Spurrier, quote, he says, you can have good ball players and still not win football games. All you LSU fans know about that. <laughs> Steve Spurrier. Still doing his thing. Yep. And this blurb from SI about 14th-ranked Louisville, according to their rankings, Non-conference games against Purdue and at Kentucky should be easy. Yep. But the ACC Atlantic will be tough. They host yep. Clemson, go to Florida State. If they split those and still win the division, the championship game in the ACC could be a playoff play-in. Tell me about AirServe. It's 561-0011, best HVAC company in town. That's not just me saying it over and over again. That's you saying it over and over again. A+. plus. Better Business Bureau. They look at those kind of things. It's kind of important. And number one on Angie's list, those are your unsolicited reviews. You're a little scared because that can be a really big repair. And you typically don't have nine grand laying around. If you do, some of the other guys will take advantage of that, notice you live in a nice house, and tell you you need a new system when you don't because they're on commission and they make more money if they sell you that. AirServe will fix it for 150 bucks if they can and when it's time for a new system, they represent most of the major manufacturers. And by the way, they're guys, they'll get bonuses, but only after the job is done. Not for doing a job that didn't need to be done. AirServe 561-0011. We will see you tomorrow. Yes. Locking in for a Thursday broadcast. Thank you, Mud, for producing. He's Dave Jennings. I'm Tony Vanetti, and this is the Afternoon Underdogs on 790. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.